Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and this week we're going to talk about goals for our marriage. Oftentimes, especially in the beginning of the year, we have goals for maybe everything in life. Maybe you have business goals or, you know, you want to lose five pounds or you just want to drink more water or you want to be a better mom to your kids. But so often we fail to make goals for our marriage. So let's jump in and talk about what does that look like? Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Grace Field Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Grace Field Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. So I'm not going to lie, as a business woman, as an entrepreneur, I am really big on goals. I have to make goals because if I don't, then... Where am I going in life? How am I going to know where I want to take this business and this ministry if I don't sit down and make goals? In fact, scripture says, without vision, the people will perish. But one thing I noticed is while I was really big on making goals for everything else, the thing I really didn't make goals for was for my marriage. And I have a little feeling that For you guys, it might be the same. So I want to talk to you quickly this week in this quick little episode about what does it look like to make goals for your marriage and why even should we do that? So number one, I I said before, without vision, the people perish. So I, in making goals, sometimes I've struggled with, oh, am I supposed to do this? Like, who am I to make goals? Like, you know, am I just supposed to follow the path that God has for me, you know, without making any goals? And truth of the matter is, that's not true. God allows us to design with him the life that we want and things that we want, as long as we're continuing to be in his will. And oftentimes he will give us things that we want that are not even in his will because they're what we want and he's he's a good god like that he will let us make our own choices he has given us free will so he will allow us to to do things and and to make plans (laughs) which usually end up turning back around to what his original plan was to begin with for instance I never thought, actually, I can't say I never thought that I would be in this place on a podcast speaking to women. Yes, as a kid, 
you know, growing up all those years ago, there was no such thing as podcast. So I never thought about that, but it was always in my heart to be um, a psychologist, a counselor, a teacher, some, some sort of educator. That was something that was always within me. And I never followed that path because I, for a long time, became motivated by money. I got into corporate America and that was my motivation. And I led to a life that was unfulfilling. What is all the point of all that? The point of that is really to when we're making goals in our marriage, we have to sit down with God and say, okay, God, what do you want for my life and marriage? What do you, what is your vision? What, what is within your will? Is it your will that we separate? Is it your will that we fight constantly that we have our kids in a state of distress, or maybe the kids are finally out of the house and you're fighting openly now because the kids are out of the house and you feel like you can, and you've been bottling it up inside all these years because the kids were at home and and you didn't want to see, want them to see mom and dad fighting. So I would say number one, when making goals with, for your marriage, as with making any goals is to sit with God and say, God, what should my marriage look like realistically over the course of the next year? And understanding that, uh, yes, this work takes time and it, and, and it takes grace, but God can do an amazing transformation in a year, an amazing transformation. What does that look like? Asking him, praying to him, saying, God, please let whatever thing that you need for your marriage, whether it's to be just you know, more prayer and fills with grace or learning how to pray for your husband or finding the right uh, book or teacher or anything really that will kind of help you to break off some of this anger and these cycles and all these things that you've been in. Ask God to send you that. Number two, and you may or may not be in the place where in your marriage where you could do that, ask your husband, babe, what would you like our marriage to look like in a year? What do you feel is missing? And you have to understand that when you ask him this, he might say something that you don't like. He might say something like, well, I don't feel that we're intimate enough, or I don't feel that you like me. I've literally had that conversation in the past when I was in a bad place in my marriage. My husband and I talked about it and he was like, I don't even think you like me as a person. And it hurt me to hear, but it was so under... helped me to understand where he was at and having uh, empathy for him in where his place was in the marriage and, and where, you know, what was driving him to behave in a certain way. And it was because he was feeling unseen and unheard. So number two would be, you know, once you sit with God and talk to God about what does God look like, want for your marriage and what does your husband look like and want for your marriage? Lastly, what do you want for your marriage? What do you want your marriage to look like in a year from now, in three months from now, in six months from now? What does, in in a perfect situation, what does that look like for you? And maybe you do that alongside while you're talking to God about what you want it to look like, because oftentimes we'll find that our, our idea of what we want is different than what God wants for us. So that should be almost done in tandem or maybe before and then sitting with God and saying, God, what do you want it to look like? And, you know, noticing 
where is different. And then asking your husband, because by the time you ask your husband, you would have heard from God and, and you would have really, really been able to articulate what is it that you would want to see. And instead of focusing so much of what you don't want, well, here's the thing. A lot of times I'll ask clients, like, what do you want? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay. So if they can't envision what what they do want, if you're having a hard time envisioning what you do want, take some time and write down the things you don't want. Now, once you look at the things you don't want, and once they're out, they're written down, you can see them tangibly. I want you to visualize what a life and a marriage looks like without those things what that practically looks like in your life because it is different for everybody everybody you know they everyone's living situation is different everyone you know all of that is is different because that might actually lead you to understand that some of the goals you have maybe they're for your marriage but maybe they actually have nothing to do with your marriage maybe they have to do with something else that you want to work on for yourself for example, I've spoken to several women over the past couple of weeks and, and their struggle has been that they're feeling a lack of confidence and understanding that they've been understanding that lack of that lack of confidence has nothing to do with their husband and really more to do with them. So the reason why I'm having you do this exercise is to pinpoint what is really has to do with the marriage that you're going to work on and, and what is it really in yourself that you want to change because ultimately all change is going to start with us i feel like i say this ad nauseum on this show but it's because there's really no other way we cannot force our husbands to change right all change starts with us so if we take a look and visualize the end goal of what we want and get with god and say like hey are you in line with this plan does this look good for you what does this look like for me to be there in six months or 12 months? And then reverse it and say, okay, what do I need to change about myself to get there? All right, ladies, like I said, this is going to be, this is a, a quick episode for you, but it is something that I think is so important. And the reason why I, I even had this quick episode is because I wanted to let you know that if you got goals for your marriage if if you listen to this and you're like yeah you know what i do want to make some goals for my marriage i do want to have a better marriage this year then i am all here for it with you ladies we're gonna do that this year we really are over the next few weeks i will be launching the gracefield's marriage method again and we're gonna be doing it together because I find that whenever I'm trying to meet a goal, the best thing for me to do is have some sort of accountability. So I know plenty of you have purchased the course and done it self-study on your own, but what I've really found is the best way to get through it is, is with a group. Because if you have questions as you're going through all the really frustrating stuff, the group will be there. I will be there to kind of walk you through the modules and it really kind of helps us to have this back and forth, helps you to kind of get through it and really start to understand what it's about to get yourself to a place where you begin 
coaching yourself. And, you know, we talked a little bit last week about the self-coaching, but it really can get you to that place. I am so excited for that. I am so for that. You will be getting all the details later on in the next upcoming episodes. But, you know, just wanted to give you a little, a little sneak peek. Until then, be blessed and stay fueled with grace. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.